Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I'm so thrilled to be sitting here with Kathy. So she is a beautiful soul who guides and teaches all things astrology and human design. She's an expert at her craft and is even the cosmic contributor for the largest female entrepreneur group, Boss Babe Inc., which is pretty amazing. She's also the host of the Magic Kathy Show on uh, on YouTube and her podcast, Um, Her love of the cosmos really helps people everywhere find their purpose and divine power through navigating their natal chart. So thank you so much, Kathy, for joining us. I'm so excited to to get to sit with you and chat with you. Thank you for the invitation. It always fills my heart when I can share, you know, my message, but also bring a little bit of light into, you know, cosmic souls lives and also obviously shining a light on astrology, which is one of my passions. (laughs) Well, and I love that, honestly, like there, you, for me, take a lot of the kind of complication that I think some people feel when they're like, okay, all I know is like my sun sign. And then you're like, but there's the moon and then there's your rising sign. And like, what is all of that? And you do such a great job at really like simplifying it and making it really practical and applying it. How did you kind of navigate into knowing that astrology and teaching it in this way was like your soul's mission? It was such a journey. And first of all, thank you so much for saying that it seems so simple when I explain it, because obviously for me, it's so natural. Mm-hmm. And it's always almost like kind of weird how astrology found me because I never intended to be an astrologer or to even talk to anyone about astrology. I started my business with business coaching just because I wanted to help women to build their own business in some kind of way to empower them that they have the power to you know, create freedom in their life because that's one of my core values. I want to work everywhere in the world. I just want to see the world. I want to be in there in the world and just be able to travel. Mm -hmm. And obviously an online business is the best way to do that. But as soon as I dipped my toes into that, I found out that for most women, the, the, the biggest struggle that they have is just their mindset and the limiting beliefs they have. And it all comes back, like no matter what you want to achieve in your life, if it's a relationship, if it's a business, it's whatever, it's always the mindset part. And I always had such a strong passion for psychology and all of these kinds of things. Also because diving into personal development really helped me to overcome my eating disorder. So, so much uh, that went into, you know, that helped me with, you know, working with a coach, working with a therapist and everything. So I wanted to help women in that area as well. And to be honest with you, I don't even know how I ended up being into astrology. It's so weird. So you're like, it found me. Like I didn't look for it. Yeah, because I feel like I must have done that in a past life or something like that, because I'm, I definitely didn't study it for years and years like other astrologers. It's just so, I looked at it and it sounded so easy to me that I was just able to explain it to people as if it was my 
native language. I don't even know, but I actually started with human design and because of human design got into astrology because both systems um, are connected. And yeah, so that's how astrology found me. And now I definitely focus more on astrology because it gives you so much insight about your life's journey. And that's just something I was always curious about. So explain for those who don't know the difference between human design and astrology, because they do very much like mirror each other in a lot of ways, but there are some differences. Can you explain kind of the difference between the two and the similarities? So that way the the listeners know kind of what, how you're navigating around that. Yeah. I always say that your natal chart is your cosmic blueprint. So literally what your soul chose, the soul contract, for example, with the universe is like the best description for your natal chart and also astrology and then working with the energies in the cosmos that support you to align with your purpose in the grand scheme of things. And human design is the blueprint of your energy. And as we all know, we like the whole universe is basically made of, of energy. So we are energy the floor is energy, like everything is energy. And it's so important for us humans to understand how we work, how our energy works and where the focus of our energy is and how we can create a success based on our energy because it's different for anyone. And um, both systems therefore are really connected because some people are guides, for example, in human design and they work different than, for example, generators that are more so the workforce of humanity they do things they make it happen and they they just work all the time and they are fine with that they love it and guides for example they need time to literally um you know rest and digest and um gain more knowledge so they can guide other people so yeah it's really interesting to combine both um concepts actually and not just look at one or the other well and really like 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 you were saying like it's there's so much of it that can be personal and then so much of it you're like, okay, then this is the grand scheme. So yeah. you're like thinking big and small. And I think a lot of people are like, okay, this is where it gets confusing because there's all these things into play, but there's so much science behind it. When I, yeah. I'm a manifesting generator in my oh. design. And when I found that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at some of the things and I'm like, this makes so much sense in why I operate. Like, I'm like, I don't understand why people yeah. like, like when people are telling me something, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's very much like a common thread of like, okay, I'm taking it in. I'm yeah. like processing it all at once. And then I'm like, okay, cool, moving on. Like, whereas some people, it's like, they need a little bit more of the whole story before they can process yeah. it. And like, it was so interesting to learn then, okay, if I process this way, this is how it contributes to like the grand scheme of like my life than in astrology, which yeah. there's so much science. Yeah, so true. And you know, the thing is, that's why I love to work one-on-one with people because I want everyone to see how they are a part of the universe. That's why we have to look at the small cosmos inside of you, but also at the large cosmos and how you can make an impact in the cosmos because a lot of people think they can't create change, but change literally happens inside of your home, inside of yourself. You change yourself and then you see that everyone else around you changes and you can actually impact the world. And if we empower every single soul, we need a lot of people to do that, right? But if we empower everyone on this planet, that's how we create the change. And that's why it's so important to look at systems like astrology or human design. So do you understand that it's okay to be unique and it's okay that you don't fit into, you know, society's norm and all of that because you have a different uh, life story and your soul chose something different and that's fine. And we don't have to label it because in both of these systems there is no 
better or you know no good or bad design or no good or bad sign or whatever there, there is just no labeling and i think when we understand that we don't label each other as well yeah it allows us to i love i love that you just said that because it doesn't it takes the like stigmas off of like you should be this way and this way is good and this is bad and like when you look at astrology and you look at your chart it honors like the parts that are difficult as yeah. part of your journey like in order to get to this part of your journey you have to travel through this part to learn and yeah. so instead of like feeling it for at least for myself and and a lot of my girlfriends like because we sit around and do this on like a Friday night we're like you know what let's <laughs> read and you know read tarot cards and um and drink wine and that's just you know I feel like that's normal for me I understand that's not like normal for everybody else but like it was so interesting it made it almost takes some of the um feelings of like this is the bad part of my life or this is the like oh this you know looking back on things you're like well I, I could really skip over that part in my life like I look at some of the places like I can't remember what's in what house at certain times but I was like wow there was like a lot of death around like a certain area of my life and it was all of a sudden something moved and like went into transit and that like that part of my life ended but I needed that part in order to see things I think differently for the rest of my life in order to move through things and when you look at that like the uh, specificity of like okay this angle needs to be here you need this and you no longer feel bad about like needing to go through something needing to change needing you know maybe unhealthy relationships it's just a really beautiful like aha moment I think for most people yeah and I see that over and over again in readings when people come to me and they explain to me that they for example went through a horrible breakup and they didn't even see it coming and they just are devastated because of loss obviously and then I look at the chart and obviously they have for example Pluto in their or like Saturn in transiting their seventh house right now and then other things going on and it's all the house of relationships and obviously that's the universe talking to you that you have to learn something really significant in the realm of relationship maybe it's because you are really codependent or maybe it's because you don't allow yourself to be alone or maybe you project too much onto your partner like whatever it is but looking at how these transits affect you and how the universe actually speaks to you through the, these events that happen and the thing is humans learn through polarity that's just the truth like we wouldn't move mm. if we wouldn't feel you know hurt or wounded or whatever if everything would be nice we would just not evolve right so that's why I always say it's the fun part to look at the challenges in your chart because they well, literally the reveal your purpose yeah true yeah um so then when you read somebody's uh, astrology chart, right? They usually, it, there's how many houses? 12, right? 12, yeah. Okay, so um, so for anybody who's new to astrology, all of, then there's, all the planets are in certain houses as well. So explain how certain things in certain houses, like how does that then, you don't have to go through all the specifics of like, this and this house does this, but like, how do, how do transits work? Explain a little bit, like why people are like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Like, why do all of these transits and these movements of the planets affect us? Well, there are obviously so many layers to that, but basically to start with the basics, we have 12 houses and these reflect the 12 areas in our life. 
which is pretty interesting, right? That we have a system that reflects every single thing you can think of in your life. Mm -hmm. It's just written in your, in your, like, no matter what topic you would ask me, I would know in which house that would fall into and where I have to look at it, your chart. And then we have 12 zodiac signs that are kind of like archetypes and they have a specific energy and, you know, just a way to approach things. And that's when the fun stuff, uh, fun stuff happens or starts basically because your rising sign, that's basically when you get, when you are born, right? You are born with a rising and a moon and a, um, and the sun sign. Most people only know their sun sign, but the moon sign is really important. The rising sign is really important. The rising sign is so important because it basically determines how your houses are set up, right? So how the areas in your life are set up because after your rising sign, that's how, yeah, the other zodiac signs are basically placed in. So for example, you you are a Leo rising, right? So your first house would always be the Leo house, right? And then the second house, the, the second sign after Leo would be Virgo. So your second house would be Virgo and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. So it's it's literally like, yeah, there's a, a specific, um, how do you say that? Yeah, there's a specific order, obviously, for the zodiacs. And that's how the houses are set up. And the, be the best way to, to describe it is the house is always the area. So where something is happening in your life and the zodiac sign is how, right? How mm -hmm. this area in your life is affected. And that's basically how you can describe it and how you can start interpreting your chart as well. And that is down to the minute. I think a lot of people don't realize like they know like, okay, my birthday's on whatever day, but yeah. like, you have to get down to like the minute that you were born so you can yeah. know all the degrees. And that's really um what when you're like okay this is you know um like Sagittarius is in my 11th house or whatever it's actually by the angle when you were born on like a specific day at a specific time at a specific place that oh, yeah. angle in relationship to the all the zodiac in the sky is where things are falling so I think it like if people knew more about like how you teach them like okay this is in this house, meaning that this is the energy surrounding your relationships. Yeah. This is the energy surrounding your career. This is the energy surrounding, you know, family or whatever. If people understood, I think, then how that's supposed to play out in their life, they would be able to navigate business, especially like that's your specialty is like yeah. making women feel empowered to make some of these moves and understanding the way in which you're born and then the way in which you live inside of your body, like using that human design really allows them to be like okay I see you I see you Sagittarius in my 11th house like I know that yeah. this is what's going on and here's how I can navigate and really optimize that you know what I mean yeah so true and that was actually spot on how you explained it because you know you understand yourself better first of all you know how you approach relationships for example if you have let's say Aries in your seventh house of relationships, you are probably more, you know, focused on yourself actually in relationships and it will always be more so, yeah, the focus will always be on yourself, but you're always really like, a, I get you and I will get whatever it takes. I will do whatever it takes to get that certain person. But at the same time, these kinds of things and if you were let's say Libra in the seventh house you would be more so the people pleaser kind of person you know who does everything for the partner and almost kind of you know neglects your own needs mm -hmm. because you want to please the other person and that's more important right so yeah and there are so many more interpretations and the fun stuff is obviously when you then look at the planets as well because 
there are houses that are empty and that doesn't mean that these houses have nothing going on. Um, but also, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think that like, I, my seventh house is empty. Doesn't mean I will always like, stay single. <laughs> no. Like, no wonder, this explains everything. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You will end up single. Bye. <laughs> no, no. Uh, obviously that's not the case. And um, yeah, but when it comes to career, for example, you could look at your Venus placement, which basically tells you how you make money, but also tells you how to, how you be creative or how you also love, like your love language is all of that. And that's, you know, where a lot of people say that, for example, money and love is really connected. When you look at astrology, it's actually true because it's the same planet that reflects that, right? Yeah. Well, and if you, it like, even like stuff like that, you're like, okay, cool. It's in this house, which means I need to be aware of that I am a more selfish person. I'm very, not selfish person, but in my relationships, I have a tendency to be very concerned about my role yeah. in the relationship. And if you're depending on the partner that you're picking, then you can show up if their love language is like, you know, uh, acts of service or things that require you to go out of your way. You have to be yeah. very conscientious of it. Like, I love this person. I know I'm this way. I can do this. Or in business. Yeah you know, same, same type of thing. And it just, I think allows you to be like optimize all of your gifts and all yeah. of your shortcomings. Instead of looking at your shortcomings, like something negative, you can really optimize them for like, okay, knowing I can move forward in these directions because this is how I normally approach them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely true. First of all, you understand yourself better, but then you can also educate other people how you function, right? Because no one gets a manual of you and no one, you know, you can't expect your partner to understand yourself to the core, but that's what a lot of people do, right? You love me, so you have to understand how I work. But most of the time, we don't even understand ourselves. So that's right. really, yeah. So I feel like conscious relationships, for example, I mean, the ideal scenario is like everyone looking at their chart and literally comparing it and seeing like, how can we work together, right? Um, so yeah, I but I think- somebody who did that. They, they went to an astrologer and they're like, okay, um, we love each other. Like, how can we best communicate? How can we do this? And like, oh, it's I kind of that. like when you know your love languages, you typically give in the same way that you like to receive. Yeah. Well, my partner doesn't like, not doesn't like, but like his- love language is not the same as mine so I have to be very conscientious of giving in a way that that not necessarily I want to receive but it's like that same type of thing okay if you can go to somebody like you and really work okay how do I how do I know my strengths and my weaknesses and like meet you in the middle like yeah. why don't we all do that we would have really yeah. great relationships <laughs> Yeah. And even, you know, even with yourself, it starts literally with the relationship with yourself, understanding, for example, how you feel nurtured. Like that's when you look at your moon placement, for example, how do you feel nurtured? How do you feel loved? How do you take care of yourself? Right. Mm -hmm. Most people don't even know what feels good because they just follow the next Instagram trend because everyone meditates. So I have to meditate, but actually it doesn't really feel good. It doesn't really satisfy me. I need something else, but I don't know what. Right. Right. So tapping into your astrology can literally give you infos about everything in your life, which is so mind blowing because it's literally just 12 archetypes, 12 systems and 12 areas in your life. And it's, yeah. Well, so active. I think it so much gets put in that woo woo corner of like, yeah. Oh, but there's so much science. Like I was like, if this is all done by angles of like planets and all of these things, like how do you discredit and like not call it science like it truly is a science and if you look at the way that you 
um, if you look at it like energy and you look at like even human design, like certain areas are for certain things. This one's open, this one's closed. And you're like, yes, that is the way that I operate. Yes. Those are the things you're like, all of this stuff starts to make sense. And it's like the science of just being a human in our cosmos, really. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to create an astrology planner for 2020, because even for people that are kind of skeptic about it, I just want them to see what's going on, right? And then observe what's happening in their life. Because obviously, when we don't know what's going on in the astrology and we just hear about it, but we have forgotten what happened in March 2016, for example, obviously you don't know if it's accurate. But if you actually are in the moment and you have like literally an interpretation of the transit that is happening and you see that something is literally happening in the area of your life that is supposed to be triggered by that transit, then you start believing in it. And it will be true for everyone. I, I wholeheartedly believe. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I love to watch like your Instagram stories because you'll talk about like the transits that are going on and how the planets are moving and the energy that's shifting. And all you have to do is honestly like look at your life and you're like kind of take inventory of what's going on. Yeah. I think it's really great to like journal and stuff like that. Like this is happening, subtle things. Sometimes it's like, yeah. oh, I felt, I didn't feel as energized when I woke up for like those three days for whatever, whatever mm-hmm. reason. And you're like, oh, this, this is what's kind of going on. And this is when you need to take rest. And I'm like, aha, it was my body saying, take rest. Like, you know, and like, if you don't already follow her, uh, her Instagram handle is at uh, magic, is it magic underscore Kathy underscore official. Yes. (laughs) I was like making sure I didn't want to forget the underscores. Um, But she, like, you're just so wonderful at giving all of this like daily insight And so when these things are happening, you know, okay, it's a time to pull back in my business. Okay. It's a time, like, I feel like you just illuminate so much of that so well in just like the day to day. And it's not crazy. Like things aren't crazy, you know, relationships aren't ending and stuff like that, but it's noticing these daily fluctuations or even like through the month and things like that. They're like, okay, now's the time where I want to launch my, my business, launch my podcast. This is the time when I want to pull back and really maybe schedule a, a mm-hmm. vacation. I want to take time with my family. And you can optimize the energy of the planets and the, you know, the universe that it's trying to give to you. Like instead of working against it, work with it, which I think is yeah. so amazing. Like the planner, you could literally plan out your whole year for me. I go through and I'm like, okay, I have these programs. I want to launch this at this time. I'm going to open up this at this time. And I look at like, when does that make sense? When is that going to provide the best energy to help me instead of working against me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And you know, I'm not a fan of letting astrology predict your life in any way. For example, with Mercury retrogrades, everyone goes crazy. You can't do anything. (laughs) You basically have to stay at home and not do anything that is risky. Don't don't turn on your phone. Something's going to happen. Just it's a nightmare. No, obviously not. I'm actually born during a Mercury retrograde and uh, I have a special relationship, I guess that's (laughs) because of that reason with Mercury retrogrades. But anyways, uh, what I wanted to say is that yes, we can work with these transits, but we don't have to make them a religion or something. It's just literally the assistance from the universe. We can take it or we can leave it. Most people leave it and then they see a shit show happening in their life and they wonder why, right? So it's just an invitation to work and to align with the universe because that's when everything gets easier, right? right? Yeah. 
it's it's like that like you can you can be in a canoe and you can let the the river help you or you can paddle yeah. upstream like yeah. you can both ways you'll get there both ways but like maybe taking the easier route like let it help you uh it's like a guide like i can help you or you can take the map and figure it out yourself but that's going to be harder i already know how this is going like let me let me help you you know yeah exactly What's the, what's the one thing that you notice in people's charts that maybe gets overlooked that really um, amplifies like change in their life? So whether that be like, I know a lot of people aren't familiar with like their moon sign or their rising sign or, or those types of little things. Like what's your first thing that you're not, you're like, let's look at this and see what we can do. Um, I wouldn't say it um, necessarily, yeah, yeah it, I wouldn't necessarily say that it has to do with change, but something that I always make sure to look at and to really observe and put a focus on is Chiron, which is an asteroid, so it's not necessarily a planet, but it's so important. I literally, I can do a whole reading just on Chiron because it's literally the one point in your life that will always hold you back from stepping into your power from believing in yourself from all of that because it's the deepest wound we have to face in this lifetime and it always has to do with rejection and abandonment and obviously that's what people are most afraid of because we are you know we love to be in a relationship we love to be around people and the worst thing that could happen is to end up alone so that's why the Chiron wound sits so deeply and most people are not even aware of it which is so interesting then to yeah yeah like oh tell me more (laughs) (laughs) what is Chiron (laughs) yeah damn it now I gotta get out my chart (laughs) yeah and Chiron that's the interesting thing as well it's the wounded healer archetype right so it means that you are wounded in that area but at the same time Chiron has been wounded but Chiron became a healer for others even though he couldn't necessarily heal himself completely but he leveraged his own wound to heal others because he mastered and he learned so much about it. And I feel like that's the journey of every single person in this life. We all have so many wounds, right? And so many things that really, really hurt us and have shaped us. But because of these wounds, we have a passion for something, you know? Mm-hmm. That's literally what ignites our fire. And most of the times, once we've overcome, or, or when once we overcome this wound, we just feel destined to help others in that area as well, right? Because we know how hard it is, and we know how it hurts, and how horrible it feels. Well, and I feel like usually when there's some type of um, tragedy or some type of trauma or something that happens, whether it be like abuse or anything like that look at all these like ways that people are like, I want to create something, something for people so that this never happens again. And the people that really turn that wound and that, that very pivotal moment, they either choose to wallow and sink into like that feeling of trauma. And like that, I feel like then they kind of just attract more of that, like more hurt, more um, like poor me, you know, the world is against me, like this happened to me. And now, you know, or they turn that, that hurt into purpose and it's use it as a driver for something greater. And in turn, I think it also heals them as well. Yeah, of course, because obviously once you, um, first of all, when you can help others, that really, really helps yourself right because we are all reflections of each other but also it makes you feel safe because first of all you see that you are not alone with this wound right so it's like building a tribe of wounded people 
and together you rise stronger over whatever wounded you so that's that's in itself so so powerful but obviously it also makes you you feel so safe because yeah you're not isolated anymore and that's where the rejection wound really you know comes from being feeling isolated being feeling powerless because most of the time we are rejected by someone right and that person had power over us so it's about us to take the power back through helping others so uh, so you when you do like one-on-one readings and and kind of go over their charts and things like that um that's usually like the first thing that you're like okay let's 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 get on this bad boy because the sooner that it sounds like when you address that the sooner you can get on that one and like start your healing process the sooner you can be on your like soul's assignment for this life and move through then all of your other like okay let's look at your houses and stuff like that like then we can see how that plays together am i understanding that correct well, I don't want to shock people straight away with that chiron placement. So I'm like, I literally, whenever I approach a reading, I start with sun, moon, and rising sign. Mm-hmm. So they understand um, the makeup of their energy, uh, or their, their soul's energy and their soul's personality, right? And their strengths as well. And even like potentially what they bring from past lives, if they are open to the concept of past lives. And then we go into, you know, what challenges do you have? And also the North Node placement, for example, because the North Node in your chart literally tells you where your soul wants to travel to and um, yeah all of these indicators and then obviously pluto is the planet of transformation so your pluto placement will tell you where you really have to transform where your soul chose to literally radically go in the exact opposite direction and then you know there are other things like interceptions for example if you have an interception in your house uh, setup will be a little bit different and some signs might be swallowed by other houses so there are so many things to go into your chart but and even like the midheaven i mean it comes it really comes down to what are your questions about your chart also Mm -hmm. if you want to know which career path or you know which partner you attract like there are so many areas but the chiron placement is actually something i work one-on-one with people on a like doing a through a longer period of time because it's not something you can just you know get to know your Chiron wound and then it's perfect because it's literally something that sits so deeply. You need the support and the accountability to, to yeah, and literally the help to work on that because it's deep and uh, it will take time and you can't, you know, expect yourself to heal overnight with mm-hmm. your Chiron placement. It's something that comes back over and over again. And especially if you hold yourself back in, in whatever area it is, that's always your Chiron wound. Wow. Like, it, it, well, and it, I love this conversation because I feel like it just really opens up the idea that there is so much more to astrology than like, okay, I'm going to open up the, the newspaper and this is what it says about, you know, I'm, I'm a Virgo sun. So this is what it says for the day. It's like, that is like the smallest part. Yeah. And if you can begin to peel all of this back, I feel like it kind of just um, illuminates so many parts of your life that I mean, most people want to know like their purpose. They, I feel like go through, they may go through time periods where they're going through the motions, but I feel like if they don't find purpose, they slip back into that going through the motions of just life. So if you can really find more purpose and understand maybe why you're here and what works for you, what doesn't work for you, you know, and start to heal things and, and really start to do a lot of like self introspection it your internal world is always reflected in your external world so if you're wanting to like create that shift learning about yourself like 
like your one-on-one coaching, working with you to really delve into like, who are you? How do you operate? Like, why, why do you operate that way? And not that none of it's bad, which I think is so wonderful. Like none of it is wrong. Like nothing, you were divinely put exactly where at a certain time, at a certain place, very specifically because your soul has this purpose and you have to heal this wound in order to help all of these people. And then you get into like the collective of like, okay, we need to work together. Like you need this, you need that. You can give this, you can give that. Like, it's just such a cool, like broad, like it seems so, so I think simple when you just open up for like, oh, read my astrology, but like delving into this, it's so deep and gives you, can give you a lot more purpose. And I think a lot more clarity for your, your life just in all areas. Yeah. And you know, that's why I, for example, don't really like sun sign horoscopes because first of all, most, I mean, they are literally determined on your rising sign. So that's why some people literally don't resonate with it. Mm-hmm. And I have never resonated with that also because I've had an interception in my chart and it's just all mixed up. But um, I feel like that's where people kind of shut off astrology. They look at their horoscope and it's literally not happening the way the horoscope is telling it would happen, right? And that's why they don't believe in astrology. But then if you really open yourself up to your birth chart, for example, and you dive deeper, you understand why something like a horoscope could never explain so individually what Mm -hmm. will happen in your life. You have to look at your own chart because you have a unique story. And even people that have the exact same chart, they will have a completely different story because they have completely different circumstances. And that's the magic of astrology. That's why, for example, I love to work one-on-one with people because I want to connect your story with your chart. It's easy to interpret what, you know, Sagittarius in the seventh house means, but it's so much more interesting to see how it actually played out in your life because it will be different for someone else. Well, it's like, what does it mean for you? yeah not, not not for johnny over here yeah. like born same time like in the same hospital everything like that but because you were and again like i feel like we could totally go down a rabbit hole in this one but yeah. if you believe <laughs> lives like you chose your parents you chose your circumstance you chose all of these things because you need this specific experience in this life with yeah. this specific circumstance so i just uh I could, I feel like go on and on. (laughs) I could forever talk about these topics. (laughs) Actually, Uh my Friday night will be the same thing that you just explained earlier. I I will meet with my friends. We will have a little wine and we will just talk about astrology. (laughs) Like you're like, I'm just going to geek out for a little bit because when you like, and it's like, I I always think of like, you know, when people are like really sciencey and they're always like, oh, like the nerd talk. I was like, I feel like that. But for like all the like spirituality, like energy, like, cosmos type stuff like just on a different scale like I nerd out on different things um so then which like we've talked a lot about this that you work one-on-one with people um Kathy also offers a group program um so what does that kind of look like uh explain the difference between one-on-one and and your group program so it's it's more so a membership so I started it last summer Uh, It's basically a journaling membership that is called Journal with the Universe, which is basically based on the seasons of the zodiac. So we literally look at the season of every zodiac, for example, if it's, you know, Virgo, um, 
it's Virgo season, right? And we have a masterclass about Virgo, what the Virgo energy means, what the archetype means, and how you can leverage that Virgo energy that is out there in the sky because the sun is in Virgo um, to literally optimize your life through journaling, to uh, journaling prompts. And I have a journaling guide and we go through all of the zodiacs. So it's basically for one year. I have not decided what I will do after this year. Obviously, we still have a journaling membership, but if it will continue with astrology or whatever, mm. we will see. But right now, it's literally the theme of astrology for one year. And I'm so excited to, you know, help people understand every single zodiac because we have every single zodiac in our chart. Therefore, you don't just have to learn what your sun sign means. Right. <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything. And going into it like deeper. And I think this is so great. So we, we touched on a little bit earlier about really how does this apply to me? How does this being here apply to me? And just noticing like the subtle differences. And for those that are like, I'm kind of into astrology I, and are just wanting to maybe learn more, your group or uh, your membership program is probably really, really great to just kind of learn more. But if you're wanting to really break down like, okay, I'm going through things or this is kind of what's going on and I need to know more about myself. I'm wanting to like dive deep. That would be more of your one-on-one, correct? Yeah. Okay. And then you also have a planner, which I was like, oh, yay. (laughs) You had posted about it the other day. I was like, that is a great Christmas present, like for anybody, like, or like, you know, new year, new me, like all those like goals. Like if you're wanting to implement, this is a really great opportunity to like write things down, schedule them out, look at like when you can optimize some of that energy. So so many cool things over there. So um, I always like to ask one question at the end of um, all of my interviews. If you were 100 years old and you had to tell somebody the secret to happiness in life, what would it be? Oh my gosh, that's a hard one. Mm -hmm. I think listening to your intuition and trusting Mm -hmm. yourself. I love that. Yeah, because that's, you know, it's still a journey for me sometimes, but as a Sagittarius rising, where it's all about understanding your intuition more and not listening to what everyone else has said and just trusting yourself. That's, that's definitely my journey in this life. And that's definitely something, as soon as I started to do that, everything also shifted for me. And I feel like it will be true for a lot of people because nowadays, you know, we have so much comparison going on. We have so many people approaching business in a certain way. So many, like everyone has a different opinion on that and people can get confused and that's what keeps them stuck. And the one thing that I always tell people is to, that we want your experience and not some copycat shit out there. And that same, it it doesn't just apply with business or to business. It also applies to your life in general. Mm -hmm. You want to make your own experiences. And that's when you live your life to the fullest. Yeah, I uh, I love that so much. I, I feel like it really, too, puts, like, you're in control and power of your own life. Like, and if you just yeah. listen to yourself, like, your soul knows, your intuition knows. I love that. Love, love, love. So thank you so, so much, Kathy, for being with us and chatting today. I'm, like, so... Oh, I could seriously keep going and going like uh, <laughs> for the sake of like, you know, not boring everyone to death with all our geek out. Um, but you can find her on Instagram at magic underscore Kathy with an I underscore official. Um, you can find her on YouTube. You can find her on iTunes. Um, and then what is your website again? It's apricadabrababy.te. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much again. I really, really appreciate having this chat. Thank you. I loved it. Thank you. All right. Well, 
go ahead and follow her on Instagram. Um, if you liked this episode and enjoyed our conversation, go ahead and take a screenshot. You can tag me at Shalane Carter, um, tag Kathy at official underscore Kathy underscore, wait, magic underscore <laughs> underscore official. Um, and we would love to know like what your biggest takeaway was from this. So until next time, chat soon. Mm-hmm.